better, smarter, faster. The future of connected healthcare relies on a powerful digital ecosystem and robust neural network to drive better diagnostics, intelligent operations, and seamless care anywhere. Join us as we talk to the experts about transformational roadmaps for this evolving landscape. What's working, what's needed, and how we get there together. Welcome to Healthcare On Air, presented by Verizon. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Healthcare On Air by Verizon. I'm your host, Robin Goldsmith, Global Lead for Health Innovation and Strategy here at Verizon. So today we're gonna dive into a topic that we've touched on in several episodes, and that's this idea of the move, move of healthcare to more outside the traditional settings of healthcare. So think the home, on the go, with a tablet or a device. And with that shift, we're seeing more and more of a need for technology, and really connected devices from pharmaceutical companies, medical device manufacturers, hospitals, healthcare systems, pretty much any player in the healthcare system. So to take it a step further, this idea of purpose-built devices, truly custom devices that fit the needs of all those companies I just mentioned is rising. Really, truly custom purpose-built devices. And we're going to talk about that with someone who is a true expert on this topic, my friend, Robert Morcos, CEO of Social Mobile. Robert, welcome to the show. Thanks, Robin. I've always enjoyed speaking to you one-off about healthcare innovation. I'm glad we get to do it in a little bit more formal setting today. Absolutely. So why don't we kick off with a little bit about Social Mobile? Okay. Yeah. Um, Social Mobile, we are, um, we've been in business since 2011, and we are one of 15 Google Android Gold partners. Um, we're one of 10 based in the US and the only one focused on private label Android innovation. So there's plenty of groups that you guys would know. Everyone's familiar with the Android ecosystem. We're the only one that focuses on designing products from concept to market um, on a private label aspect. Got it. So as you might know, I love an origin story, and you're a young guy. I'm I'm very curious to hear the the true Robert Morco's origin story of why you decided to enter into a space that's filled with the you know a lot of big names from mobility, a lot of large Fortune 500 companies, and you bootstrapped a company down in Miami, Florida, to build this out. And I'm I'm just curious, kind of what was the catalyst for you to make that move and start the company? So um, I, I moved to, um, I was born in Amman, Jordan, and I moved here to Miami when I was three. I'm the oldest of five kids, you know, single mother. It all has to start somewhere. Yep. And, you know, I, I knew early on just watching our mom take care of all the kids that, you know, things had to, gee, things had to change and I had to be the one to do it. So um, as I started getting into different businesses when I was younger and uh, the year was 2000, I was 15 in high school, I quickly learned as mobile devices were becoming more and more available that you can make money buying used devices. And at the time, there really wasn't a market for that. There was nothing. People had them on shelves. So one of my friend's fathers was very big in that business and that, you know, essentially one of the like first groups that... Um, pioneered that industry of the refurbishing and selling off into Latin America at the time. And he essentially taught me the tricks of the trade. So I ended up building a business doing just that when I was 15 in high school. And, um, you know, I ran it throughout my entire time there. I got a scholarship, went to college. When I got out of college, I said, you know, I know exactly what to do. I'm going to go back into that. I can build phones from the ground up. 
and hence the name social mobile, we found out very quickly, not as easy as you think. Um, yep. And and then, you know, from there, we eventually changed and pivoted multiple times. As you mentioned, we're still, um, you know, a bootstrapped company to today. Um, and we've ended up changing the business model several times from just a consumer cell phone brand, our own, to a private label consumer brand, to an enterprise consumer brand. And now today, the focus is even more verticalized to private label enterprise for the healthcare vertical. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you've you worked across many, many verticals, but it seems that you're, you really have identified a gap and, and that gap seems to be more and more in healthcare. Can you speak to that a bit? Yeah, there's as a lot of innovation going into healthcare right now. You know, it's one of the largest industries in the world. And as you mentioned, we've worked in across a lot of different industries, whether transportation, real estate, uh, retail, food delivery. Um, one of the largest one, largest ones that we've seen continue to adopt over the last five years or so has been healthcare. Um, as data becomes more and more important, as um, you know, real-time results need to be pulled, and we've seen significant innovation in that area. So that's been where we've put all our focus. Yeah, I mean, we met, I, I forget which healthcare conference we met, but it was kind of serendipitous. It, I think it was HIMSS or the health show. And 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 I saw on on your in your booth kind of all the different times types of form factors. So, you know. For the for the audience, you know, when we say purpose-built devices, what does that really mean? And kind of take me through kind of the, you know, a customer has a use case. And I know I, I've, I know some of the ones that you're working on or have worked on. So company X comes to you, says, Robert, I want to build, you know, I've got a, a vaccine. I want to do that. Maybe let's use that example. How does kind of it it go from concept to completion and off the shelf and into that customer's hand and ultimately, you know, cu uh, customer facing. It's a lot to answer there, Robin, but I'm going to, I'm going to try <laughs> to simplify it. Away, my friend. <laughs> well, so essentially these large organizations in healthcare um, are looking to bring something to market, something that they already have a new business, looking to streamline something. And it just doesn't make sense that they would do that with the same, you know, device that you would walk into a Verizon wireless store and grab off a shelf for one person. They need something that's purpose built that addresses the concerns they have and the concerns are significant, right? Not just from a security, longevity, supply chain, um every aspect, you know, the the enterprise is completely different than the consumer model, right? What we realize is there really is no one size fits all solution. And the way organizations are doing it today is just that. They're taking some consumer device that's made and they're spending significant money, time, resources into retrofitting it to work in that specific use case. So, you know, it's the whole um, square peg round hole. Eventually you might get it in, but it's going to take some significant uh, power to get in. Is it the most efficient? Of course not. So, um, and I'll give you, you know, another example, like just to be specific, think of a large CGM provider that's got millions of users. Um, does it make sense for them to buy, you know, a million off the shelf 
phones from a Verizon wireless store and spend significant resources? No, they have the size, they have you know the notoriety, they've got the demand. They should have something purpose built to exactly what they want. So something yeah. they can manage, something they could deploy across multiple countries, so that they have you know uniformity in the deployment, um, the look, the feel, the aesthetic, the different things that they have that they need to properly get that out. And it's crazy to think about it. But most of these companies today do just that. We're seeing a big shift as, you know, they it's that to get to what they want, they're spending so much money and it's still not perfect. And you can get that done for significantly less. So the way we do it is we end up speaking to them and trying to get a better understanding early on of what exactly do, are, are we solving for? You know, there's lots of user studies. There's lots of uh, on-site visits, talk to people that use the devices and different use cases to understand what are we solving today? And then also where's this business going in three to five years? We're very selective in the companies that we work with. We want to solve something long-term. We don't want to just trade a bunch of devices today. It has to make sense for both organizations the way we take this partnership approach. So we want to build something that's future-proof that works today and is where you need it to be in a few years. And also in a few years, if there's something coming down um, that you know something coming down that you need incorporated to work with something. We want to think that through, and then we yep. want to help provide something um, that solves that need because we don't want to go through the exercise of making a product multiple times if we don't absolutely have to. So, I just want to touch on something you said there. First of all, you're selective in the companies you work for. Um, so I took from that you want to work with companies long term and not just kind of one and done and move on to the next company. That that accurate? Yeah. Generally speaking, we don't have anything like off a shelf we're going to sell to you today. We need to take a partnership approach. We have to invest significant time, resources to make sure we develop something. And in our business, you know, we're not uh, looking for just like engineering resources or being paid to consult and build something that never gets to market. We want to solve real needs and we want to work with companies that are, you know, adamant and very, you know, focused on solving those needs. So we look for specific partners that are solving, um, you know, specific use cases, and we join them and partner with them to be able to deploy that. Hence, you know, all the different products you see behind me all started there. You know, you start with a sheet of paper. Well, what are we looking to solve in a room? And then you go through the different process, the regulatory, the design, the engineering, every aspect, um, all the way into getting it to market. And then there's, it doesn't end there. There's constant, you know, there's continuous improvement in future iterations of products that have to be addressed. So you're not going to get that from something off a shelf. You need a partner to do that because um, in the um, area that we're playing, the, you know, it's very, things change and you need results and you need to be able to make modifications quickly to drive the results. Yeah. It's kind of made me think about, you know, healthcare is is so cash strapped coming out of the pandemic. You know, the, the margins are, are very thin. I guess that opens up an opportunity and a challenge for you, so it's probably e probably equal challenge and opportunity to to kind of go into the niche and provide something potentially less expensive um, than than the big, you know, big players in this space, and and really use your expertise to build that you know purposeful device. Can you kind of talk to that and how you've been handling that? Ultimately, the different companies that we work with today are doing something. They're, they're taking some, uh, before we meet them, they're in business. It's not necessarily startup, like just starting from, you know, ground, 
Ground Zero. Yeah. They're 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 in business, and they are, you know, ninety nine out of a hundred times using some consumer product off a shelf that was purpose built. That's already the most inefficient way to do this. Of course, it makes sense if you're in an MVP phase, just trying to get a viable product to market and test. And we're going to you know, retrofit 10 or 100 or 500 or 1,000 machines and just trying to get some information. But you know, the ones that we work with tend to be at a much bigger scale and significantly more mature in their business. And it's all about just explaining and going through the total cost of ownership. You know, from a total cost of ownership perspective, uh, we've seen you know, 60%. Um, average 40%, but we've seen as high as 60% with clients. Yep. And you, know, you speak to any CFO or any strategy officer, they'll tell you it's all about TCO. Um, yep. You need to look at it from a, you know, a, a more a more granular level to understand you know, what are the costs. So in, in the groups we work with, it's all about just painting that business case and it ends up you know, working more times than not. For some of the other groups, whenever you talk to like more individualized and they're like, you know, this may be $5 over my budget and not see the whole picture. Um, there are groups that see it that way, of course. And those are not, you know, the, the, those are not the partners we're looking to work with. Gotcha. So why do you think, I, you know, I have my own, you know, thoughts about this. I mean, there's, why do you think healthcare as a vertical that you're heavily engaged in now and you're seeing exponential growth? Why do you think it is that there's been this rise of the need for purpose-built devices, you know, when it comes to, and I'd love to get some examples. I know you're working on some pretty unique, unique offerings. I mean, do you think it's because of, you know, what I touched on earlier that just, you know, there's a shift to the home and they've got to have more mobile app, you know, mobile technology in the hands of the consumers. I'd love your thoughts on that. Yeah. Um, so I think again, since you've seen, you saw what happened in 2020, and it just seems that we're in a more mobile world these days. Yep. And the proliferation of connecting everybody everywhere all the time, um, that really sped it up. So you've seen industries completely shift overnight, um, you know, older industries, age old industries that have completely shifted um, into a mobile first product connected. We need the data. We need to be able to do. We need to be able to pull in data. We need to be able to you know stay connected. And, you know, it, it just a big example is the um, CGM industry. You know, that's historically been a, um, I don't know, a non-smart device, so to say, right? Yep. And that's completely shifted. Everyone's moved to a smart, connected mobile device to run that business case. Um, there's different ones that you've seen as, you know, it, it's it doesn't cost much money to connect someone and the data and the results that you can pull out of that Um shift businesses, shift industries. So I think you've seen people be more willing to invest and double down investments in those now because they think about it more strategically, as I mentioned before, CFO, strategy officers, where yes, it's a hundred bucks today, 200 bucks today, but what is this worth to us in year three, five, 10? So I, I jumped in, I, I'm, I'm peppering you with the questions, my friend, but I, I want to take a step back. And I'm, I'm just, I was thinking, you know, about how you started and your story and, and kind of this synergy of this mobile, as you said, mobile first shift we're seeing across every industry. And it, it just seemed you were kind of, you've been building this business, but the economic, you know, macro trends really kind of went in your favor. And what did you, what have you been doing since you said 2011, you found it, I mean, laying these, you know, this whole 
ecosystem of, of building a device. There's so, I know there's so much that goes into it from your factories overseas to, to the prototypes, to the certification with the carriers. I mean, that is, how long did it take you to really build all that infrastructure for social mobile to get from there to where you are now to really build at scale in this, in this niche that you've really built out? I know that's a packed question in there again. <laughs> Well, well, first, let me say it's in everybody's favor, not just mine or social mobiles. Um, yeah. Products are improving every day, um, efficiency across products, everything's being connected. Data, it, you know, improves, it brings down the cost of everything over time, right? So it's it's a big improvement for everyone, um, what, what we see. In terms of the overall, you know, obviously starting the business in 2011 with a few dollars, there were hiccups and nobody wanted to talk to us, right? Um, and it's yeah. it, it was not it was not easy. And then as we started, you know, pivoting and changing the business model and we got through 2015, we really hit a stride. And that was a big stride for us. That was, uh, you know, a couple million devices that year. So that was, that was big and we were able to hit scale and it was, you know, comparable device to still what we do today to what we put in the market today. Um, but as we shifted the real business from, you know, just mobile devices to enterprise mobile devices, that was 2018. And as you know, Robin, working with the large scale clients that we work with today, um, you know, specifically in healthcare or defense, another area that we, that we work in, those are not easy. Those groups take, you know, years to contract. So we started in 18 and it really hit stride and was, you know, obviously sped up by COVID 2020 and yeah, hopefully, hopefully that answers, but um, you know, there's obviously some, some hard times to begin as we tried to shift, but I think we found a good niche in 15 that we then pivoted in 18. And um, you know, since then we've been in the same business since 2018, which is the private label enterprise deployments. Yeah, no, I loved what you said about this benefits everyone, not just social mobile, because it 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 is. I mean, we're seeing in every industry. I mean, it's it, just everything is going to 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 a mobile first approach. Okay, we're gonna pause the conversation with Robert right there, and we'll pick it up next week. In the meantime, there's links below for all of our content wherever you access your podcast via Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. And if you want to find the video versions of our content, please go to Healthcare On Air by Verizon. Until next time, take care.